Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, we are set to go. So today is March 14, 2017. So Hermes, please. Okay, I've got him. And what's your first question? Um, I want to know what he likes best about his home. Okay. You know, he feels very safe indoors. Safety for this dog is always number one on his mind. Um, he tells me the world is very big out there and he is very small. Uh, he has a little bit of um, insecurity at times when the very big world, which he says can sometimes be scary or intimidating to him, uh, makes him feel unsafe. So he shows me being indoors and knowing that the inside walls of the home keep him feeling safe and secure. And inside the walls, he tells me he can easily play and be silly. He loves being a silly man. When I go back to anything else that you enjoy about this, this home environment, the family, what's your favorite things... He just says being part of the household, and he shows me an image of snuggling up next to mommy. Um, to me, it looks like he's an image on, of him on the couch and snuggling next to you. He likes to, um, okay, touch body to body. So he's very physical in that I like to touch my side of my body to her if I'm laying beside her kind of way. Okay, okay yeah, that really makes sense. <laughs> um, I wondered if did he tell you anything about any particular activities he really likes to do? Okay, so keep in mind, animals aren't necessarily going to give us what we want to hear, <laughs> but we can certainly see what he has. So Hermes, favorite activities, what's fun for you in this home? He says wrestling on the full floor, which to me looks less like wrestling and more like a barking game. He shows me barking, um, feels like there's a human on the floor with him, and it feels like it's a, a game of, well, chase the hand is also how he describes it. When I ask other activities that you enjoy, he says following mom into the kitchen in the hopes that I'm going to get something goody to eat. Okay, other favorite activities. He just says, um, okay, couch surfing. Couch surfing to him is sitting on the couch, and I, I believe this is TV time, honestly, for the people. Like, you guys are watching TV, and he's just up there beside you. This dog really values relaxation and hanging out with his people and cuddling. So, again, that touch factor comes up. Um, he also likes to look outside from a window, but he says, I'm not a protector dog. I don't like to protect, he says. I'm not here to protect the house. He says, I'm a little dog, and I like to be, he says, the little boy of the house. When I ask, what is the little boy role, please? It's the idea of being mommy's baby, mommy's pet. Um, life is very much about him and mommy, so him and you, Allie. Yeah, that makes sense. I wondered if does he have anything to say or anything he's nervous about with um, other people yeah. in the house? Yeah. Okay, so other people in the house. So is this your husband then, specifically? Yeah. Okay. Hermes, yeah, yeah how do you feel about her husband? 
you know, he shows me um, being a little on the defensive, a little barking, like, stay back, stay back. Um, so this is just symbolic for I don't feel comfortable all the time in his presence. The lower your husband can get to the ground, um, this would be sit positions, lay down positions, the easier it is for Hermes. But there are times that Hermes looks at your husband like walking into a room. Your husband's walking to a room and Hermes is caught off guard. And it's like for a moment, it's as if Hermes reacts to him in such a way where he's like, he doesn't recognize it's your husband in that moment. And when he asks, what's this about? He says, there's nothing wrong with my eyesight. He says, but, and he shows me cuddling closer to you, me and mom, me and mom. He keeps saying to me, what is that about you and mom? He says, mom, save me. <laughs> so I see he's a bit defensive, um, you know, which is just self-protection. He goes into self-protection mode. He's a little bit nervous in your husband's presence. Um, when I get, ask him, where is this, this reaction coming from? Okay, so what he shows me is an image of a man yelling. Now, is this yelling loudly? Okay, when I ask, is this her husband? Is this Allie's husband? He, she, he says no. So he shows me now an image. Uh, this is in his past, before, probably before you met him. He shows me himself as a tiny little guy being held by the scruff of the neck of a male human, um, not your husband. And he shows me him being hung there, um, not in a way that disallows him from breathing, but more like the way a mother dog would carry their puppy by the nape of the neck around. When I asked, what is this image about Hermes? I was held like this once and the man wouldn't put me down. And I became very scared and fearful and I piddled on myself. That's how scared I was. And the man had a big booming laugh. I don't like loud noises to this day. And I just wanted to run away from that man. So I get Allie, he's got a memory from his past of an event that happened that I don't get had anything to do with your husband, but it feels like it's a bit of um, emotional baggage or carryover. Uh, was Hermes a rescue? Yeah. Okay. He's showing me rescue, shelter environment, a lot of um, in-between time where it's like he didn't know what the heck was happening. He didn't understand um, what was going on. He, he also showing me himself being given up, like relinquished to the shelter environment when I asked, what's this about? He says, that's what I feel what, that happened. I feel I was given up. Um, he doesn't quite understand why but he shows me landing in this place and being there a short period of time and he keeps showing me um, transportation. Do, do you know if Hermes was transported any distance? Um, I don't know um, if it was real far. I don't know, but I, I did want to ask. I know he really doesn't seem to enjoy being in the car, so I wondered if that maybe um, was a flashback too. Okay, let's ask that. So Hermes, um, how do you feel about being in the car? He's distrustful of it. He wants to hide to a degree. He's a bit nervous. Um, not outright fear, but yes, he's um, hesitant about it. When I ask, where does this emotion come from, please? He shows me being transported in a van. He's in a crate. Feels like there's other dogs and crates around him. He was transported. Um, you know, this might have just been his freedom ride from one shelter environment to another. I I'm not exactly sure, Ellie, but I mean, I've seen this scene before from other dogs. Um, he and he says transport. When I asked, so do you get that that transport has nothing to do with any time Allie and her husband take you for a ride now? You're their little, yeah, you're their little boy. I'll use his words. Um, and so you are part of their family. They're never going to drop you off or abandon you at all. He says, phew, he wipes his brow like, well, that's a relief. Um, did you know you're their little boy? She, he, you know, <laughs> he doesn't consider himself your husband's pet. He considers himself your little boy. 
Um, it's like he, he's he's excluding your husband. Um, do you have any relationship, Hermes, with her husband? He says not yet. Not yet. Okay. Is there anything he can do to help that? That yeah. Brian, my husband, could do to, to build that bond? Okay. Yeah, fair enough. So, Hermes, is there anything she can do that Brian can do to help? He says, no, I just distrust him. Um, let me point something out to Hermes. Hermes, are you placing blame on her husband for something that another man did to you into the past? Did you said to you that hanging sort of gesture? He says, yes. So is that really fair to blame all men for something that one man did to you? He, he shows me his, his wheels turning. He says, no, it's not fair, but it's what I do, and I do it to keep myself safe. The world is a scary place out there. I've learned that if I'm on my own or I don't have somebody to advocate for me, if I don't have my special buddy there to advocate for me, then just anything can happen, and I can be tossed around from place to place. This is part of the reason, Allie, why he has chosen one person in the pair of you, why he's chosen you as his person because he needed one person to advocate for him. So I'm going to let him know that your husband, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ellie, your husband would advocate for Hermes if, if it was necessary to ever protect him or take care of him, right? Yes. So I want to let him know that Hermes... Allie's husband, Brian, would always advocate for you in the same way that Allie would. Maybe you could give the gentleman um, some, some space. Maybe you can watch him. Maybe you can not judge him for the mistake of another human. I'm sorry the other human did what they did and that it scared you. But that was not her husband who did that. And it's unfair to blame him. Um, he shows me putting his head down uh, in reaction to what I'm saying. When I, I say, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm just trying to point out that this gentleman would love to have a relationship with you. And you could love not just Allie, but you could love Allie and her husband. And you would have two people that are as um, tightly tied as you are to Allie. What do you think of that? He shows me like hiding his head like he's really not interested. Um, so Allie, in this 10 seconds, he's not interested, but it doesn't mean that after he listens to our conversation today and maybe kind of mulls over it a bit that he may not have a different point of view tomorrow or weeks from now, but that is where he's at today. Okay. Um, I want to know if he's um, happy with the attention he gets on a daily basis. Um, well, yes, as far as he's concerned, he sees plenty of you all day, is kind of how he puts it. <laughs> okay, so he is getting enough attention. He, You know, he, this dog would crawl into your clothes, claw, crawl into your pocket if he could. That's how close he physically wants to be to you. But you're getting enough attention overall, she wants to know. He says, yes, I am. I'm eating it right up. I love being with her when she's available. Mm -hmm. Um... I wonder um, if he has any sense of upcoming changes in our family. Um, are you planning on having a baby? Yes, uh, we'll have a baby in the next month. All right, so let me let him know that, Hermes. So your mom and dad, your people are going to have a baby, and here's what a baby can look like. And here's what babies do. They, they make noise, they eat, they sleep. They get love from their people. You will continue to get love from them. However, they're going to need to care for this baby in a way that's very intense, especially at the beginning. So we need you to be aware of that. 
any concerns or questions. You know, he's really kind of clueless about what this is all going to look like because he's not experienced it before. Um, Mm, universe, what can we do to inform this little guy of what he needs to know? So what I'm, what I'm being here being told is just talk to Hermes out loud now and in the days ahead. He will understand you about how when you're with the baby, you can still be with him. You know, the baby may be in your arms and he may have to be, you know, on your by your side or down by your feet as you're caring for the newborn. Um, but letting him know that he's still very much your other little boy. Okay, that that will not that his placement will not be removed. I don't get he's insecure about that, but I'm getting that those thoughts may kind of flicker in as he sees that you're giving a lot of your attention to the newborn. Okay. Um, is there a way you could tell him that for the first little bit he may be getting um, extra attention from people besides me because I'm not available? Yes, absolutely. So Hermes, Allie wants you to know she may not be available right away. Um, after the newborn is born, she's going to be really catering to the baby, and there's going to be people. So these family, I assume, is going to be in helping you. Is that what you mean? Yep. Okay. There will be her Allie's family taking him for walks and stuff like that. Oh, perfect. Okay. So Allie's family or friends uh, will be in, and they will be helping Allie and her husband care for you as they care for the newborn. They're just going to have a lot on their hands, and so other people will be walking you. Now, he shows me being afraid of this, but he does love walks. So he's kind of like, he's got mixed emotions regarding this. I'm going to let him know that these people are here to support Allie and her husband. And so they will not walk you away from the house. They will always bring you back. They are just helping Allie do the things that she used to do for you. That she will, well, she'll have her attention elsewhere. And it's just until she gets into a rhythm, into a cycle or in sync. That's all. But it may take some time. He says, how much time? Uh, Allie, do you have any idea? Um, two weeks to a month. Okay, two weeks to a month, my friend. So 14 days, 14 sunrises. Yeah, to 30-ish sunrises. He says, okay. And I'm going to ask him to be a very good boy because Allie will praise you and thank you for allowing the others to walk you and feed you and or pet you, offer you love, anything else you're willing to receive. Um, just FYI, he's great, got a greater trusting circle for women, more so than men in general. Um, men can scare him. And again, that's because of his past. Remind him in the days ahead, you know, out loud that your husband had nothing to do, and the other men who he'll meet when, you know, family comes in to visit had nothing to do with his past, you know, the past encounter with a man. They are very different people. They are kinder people. Okay. Okay. Um, I wondered if you could tell me a little bit about um, some of his emotions when I come home from um, being gone for work, if there's anything I can do to help that transition as I come into the house. Okay, sure. So Hermes, how can your person help your transition as she comes home? Well, he tells me he's very excited to see you. Um, he shows me running around a bit like a nut. I see him panting. He really works himself up. He's quite intense. Um, excitable is what I get. Is this what, what you see, Allie? Yeah, and I wondered if there's a way that um, she can uh, learn to... Um listen and be a little more calm right away? Okay, sure, we can ask. So Hermes, she would love for you to be calmer when she enters and you could perhaps listen better to her directives. 
he's not a very good listener. Okay, this feels like it's just a kind of a generality. If all is calm in the environment and quiet, he it's easier for him to hear what it is people are asking of him. The moment in excitement or happiness even, um, comes into full bloom within him, it feels like he, he just can't hear anymore. And there's nothing wrong with his hearing. It's not can't in that way. It's more can't, like he's not focused on the people's words. So Hermes, um, your person loves you so much and she would love to be in better communication with you. And if you get happy and joyful and excited and you tune her or her husband out, you're not in good communication in the way that she would like. She has an interest in helping you calm down enough, have you get self, enough self-control that you can hear what it is she's asking of you. Do you hear? Do you understand this? He says he does. What would it take for you to enter the space of you can be happy, but you can still keep your ears wide open to what's being asked of you? He says, well, I'm not used to listening. I'm just used to looking cute. Okay, so looking cute is beautiful and wonderful, but listening is so appreciated by Allie. Um, so this dog is so bonded with you and basically you and only you and others become um, surrogates when you're not present. It feels like Hermes will start paying attention to another person if you're not available on scene, but uh, they're only second best to you. So Ellie, talk to him out loud uh, again now and in the days ahead, especially after today, after today's conversation. If you have some time, you can just talk to him out loud and nobody else is in the room, just you and him, about basically how you value good communication and how you value and would appreciate if he would start listening more and what that means to you. Just kind of have a, a little mini one-sided conversation out loud about what it really means to you. And you're going to have to dig deep here and speak from a space of genuine, um, you know, where your heart what it really means to your heart to have another being listened to you. And I'll, I'll offer a little bit here, but Hermes, when a human is listened to by a canine companion like yourself, by a friend of ours, you're the friend, it makes us feel so good. We're, we're like, wow, they really understood me. That dog really understood me. And it helps our relationship to blossom as a result because it's not just a one-sided relationship. It's two-sided because both animals are taking responsibility for listening and communicating with each other. Right now, my friend, you're not taking full responsibility to listening to her all the time. He says, well, I do it when there's food involved. Okay, well, that's great, um, but we want it 24-7. That would be ideal. He says he will consider this. Still, Allie, um, have that conversation with him because it's going to be more meaningful if you say it than me, a stranger, says it. Okay, can do that. What else? Um, is there anything else he wants to share about where he was before he came into our house? Well, he just says he was very scared. Um, this is, again, the environment where he didn't know what was going on. He shows me cages, tags, um, information, or, or the tags. Uh, he shows me... You picking him up and him being, like, scared at first, but then he shows me following you and asks, what does this mean? He says, I clung on to her. I was like a baby. And then he says, she took me home, and I was so happy. So it feels like he had, well, a lot of freedom to move around in a way he hadn't been permitted to, perhaps because he was in a cage or a closed environment um, previously. He shows me zooming here and there uh, inside at least one room of your home. This may be um, a rugged floor. 
maybe a living room or a main room, but he shows me like freedom, like woohoo, I'm free. Um, I do get a lot of fear in the first few days too of his being with you, but it wasn't all fear. There was some joy mixed in. And as the days went on, he got more ease filled and he just shows me all he wanted to do was follow you around like a shadow. Okay. Um, he shows me an image of you walking and you holding him in your arms as you're walking. He likes to sightsee from high above. This is what this is about. He likes to be held as he is sightseeing. Um, you guys are on just a walk. To me, it looks like it feels like a neighborhood. Um, <laughs> but when he's held this high, he feels safer in his world and he gets to see what's going on. He's also now showing me an image of being on leash and he's sniffing bushes. And asks, what is this about? He calls it a park. To me, it looks more like a sidewalk with maybe mini bushes or miniature-sized trees. Maybe they're really bushes. They look really, really short to me, less than the height of your knee. Um, tell me more about favorite activities or where you like to go. So maybe she can bring you there more. He says grandmas. <laughs> grandmas. Okay. Um, yeah. What else? What else for him, Allie? Sure. Hermes, uh, how do you feel about your current food? He says it's fine. Um, he shows me the food being uh, a little hard, so I wonder if it's dry food when I ask him what's this about. He says he likes dry food. Okay. Anything more on food? He says I can eat just about anything, but the tinier the size, the better. So make sure if you are feeding him dry that it's super tiny, tiny kibble size. Um, Anything as far as treats go or anything you want to say about that? He says he likes treats. He likes treats that he can, to me it feels like a flat rawhide, um, tiny, small. Uh, I say flat because he likes flat because it can, he can mm, chew it between his teeth in such a way that it eventually gets gummy, sticky-like. Um, does this make sense, Allie? Do you feed him something like this? Yep, I do. So he likes that. He also likes the little crunchies that he's showing to me are heart-shaped. He calls them little crunchies. Um, these, this is not dog food. This is something different than dog food. So you're going to have to think about some of the shapes of maybe some other treats that are... Oh, he keeps showing me a heart shape. Is it really heart-shaped, Hermes? He says, looks like that to me. Okay. Okay. Maybe it's something triangular-shaped. That may be a heart to him. Is it like, here's a triangle, is it like this? He says, yes, it's got angles, three of them. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Um, I just had this mixed up. Um, oh, I want to know, um, sometimes when we give him those rawhide bones, he gets really goofy and tries to hide it around the house. I wonder um, what he has to say about that. Okay, sure. Hermes, what do you want to say about that? You know, it just feels like he's tired of chewing it. And he's trying to find a good place for it. But I see him being like restless with it. Like, well, that's not such a great place. And then him retrieving it and maybe trying to go elsewhere. It's like he can't seem to settle on one place. Um, but he is ready to give it up. He also is hiding it because he doesn't want anybody to find it. Because he's afraid it will be taken away from him. Okay, so I'll let him know that your, your people have no desire to chew on what you've chewed on. 
They gave it to you as a gift, so it is yours. Um, he's just hiding it. Yeah. <laughs> Anything more about that, Allie? Um, no, I think that's it for treats. Um, does he have anything to say about any dogs that he interacts with um, a little more regularly? Uh, give me a specific what? dog that's going to help hone it. Um, Cooper. Okay, and what is Cooper? What breed? What gen? Well, obviously male. What breed? He is a um, Golden Retriever Poodle mix. Got it. Okay, so Hermes. So Cooper, the Golden Retriever mix. Uh, any comments about this dog? He just says he's fun. He's big, but he's a gentle giant. He says he trusts Cooper. Um, but he shows me at the end of the day he wants to, well, when he's tired or when he's done or when he doesn't want to be near Cooper, who does have very big paws, Hermes comments. He just wants to be next to his mom. Um, when Hermes is tired, he retreats to you. I mean, he just wants to be next to you even when he's exhausted. It's like a little kid coming back and saying, Mom, I'm tired, and then leaning up against their mom. Okay. What else? Um, is there anything we can do to make him feel a little more at ease about his fears about the big world outside? Okay, sure. Um, okay. He says, I don't know what to ask for here. Um, you know, one of the easiest ways you can help him feel safe, honestly, is when he's nervous and you're outside the car, is picking him up. That's what he shows me. Just pick him up. He feels safer that way. When I ask, is there anything else you can do? Don't let big dogs near me. I don't want them to sniff my butt. These would be big, strange dogs on a leash like he would meet on a walk. Um, this is a whole different scenario than Cooper. Cooper comes across as very friendly to Hermes and just a big old bundle of love. Um, but Hermes shows me being like, okay, I don't trust all big dogs, not when they are strangers anyway. With that said, he has a mild curiosity about other dogs. He, um, he likes little dogs his size. He wants to bark and run around and act silly with them, is what he says. He's showing me a dog with, I wanna say the dog's a little bit bigger than him. I don't know, is it a Shih Tzu? Maybe it's something along those lines. Anyway, a dog with um, a light-colored plumed tail. I see a, a tail full of feathering, long feathering, long hair on it. Um, this is not Cooper. This is not the Golden Retriever. Um, but anyway, he shows me that when I ask what's this about. I like little dogs my size, and I like this dog. Maybe it's a Pekingese. I, I don't know. Are there any dogs that you know of that are a little bit bigger than him with plume on their, on their tail? Yeah, that will be our neighbor's dog over the fence. Okay. And they're outside at the same time, so. Okay. Got it. All right. He just says he likes that dog. They do play games. <laughs> they do? Okay. He says they do. Does he have anything to say about Lucy? Okay. And who's Lucy? the other neighbor dog, a bulldog. Okay, so Lucy the bulldog, anything you want to say about her? Um, he says that she's more standoffish. He keeps his distance from her. Uh, any comment? You know, she comes across as quite nice. She's not putting out any negative vibes towards him. She's She kind of does her own thing. I'm wondering if she has... Hmm if she has weight problems or breathing problems. He just shows me an image of her being, um, like, slower. Like, certainly not um, speedy at all. And he, he right. says that she's, um, or she might be just older. It might be an age, an elderly kind of thing. Um, but yeah, he's aware of uh, the slowness that she is. She also only has eyesight, good eyesight in one eye, not the other. So he's aware of some stuff that's up for her and her body. 
Mm-hmm. Got three more minutes. What else? Um, is there any particular games that we play with him that he likes? Uh, he shows me chase. He likes it when you chase him. That's fun. And it feels like that's um, happening more outdoors. He shows me outdoors anyway. There's more room to run. <laughs> he says she'll never catch me. <laughs> um, does he like it better when people play chase or when dogs play chase? Okay, sure. So Hermes preference when people play chase or when dogs play chase. He likes both. He likes it when mom plays chase, but you never, you never keep up, he says. You also get tired very quickly. He thinks you do about two rounds of quick fast word movements um, that he would define as chase and then he thinks you, you put on the brakes pretty quick so you don't your game doesn't last as long your stamina is not as strong uh, as far as the other dogs any comments on that when you play chase he says that's fun that's fun he shows me an image of hiding underneath something this may be a chair uh, outdoors or something where it feels like there's something above him and he's like taking a timeout, a break a breather um, and this is just he's just got this object covering his back when I ask what is this about this is my break spot so I don't accidentally get run over by another dog okay mm-hmm alright <laughs> alright we've got two more minutes let me see if he's got anything in closing for you so Hermes anything else for you you know he's glad that you picked him um, he thinks his cute little face drew you in uh, he's also giving the impression as if somebody might have told you about him before you actually met him in person. Um, so he's like giving them credit. Whoever that person is, it's like he's sending them a, a mild wave of appreciation to, you know, for him and you getting connected. Um, he's also, <laughs> side comment, his daddy dog, uh, his dad was bigger than him. I know you call him a miniature poodle. Is Are, are you certain that's what he is? Because he shows me his dad dog looking very different than him. That's interesting. Um, we are pretty sure because we did the genetic testing. Okay. Um, but his size is small for a miniature poodle. He's more of a toy poodle size. Okay. Okay. So I don't know if it's because he just didn't grow or, or what. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Well, his dad dog was much, much bigger than him. Okay, so that was just uh, an interesting tidbit. Anything else you want to tell her, Hermes? He shows me an image... Okay, and I get this as a desire. He wants to sleep with you at night. He shows me, um, like, your head and his head on a pillow side by side, uh, and him sleeping in bed right there next to you when I ask, what is this about Hermes? I want to get up there, but he th does your husband not want him in bed or disallow him to be in bed? He's allowed in bed, but um, with the pregnancy, I've gotten a little more uncomfortable, so there's more pillows and um, okay. less room for him. Okay, he's given me the impression he thinks he's not kind of allowed in bed right now. <laughs> so, okay, I'll let him know. Hermes, her, with her pregnancy and all that, she's just keeping herself comfortable, that's all. He says, well, I'm still close to her. I'm still close to her. He shows me an image of now being now by your feet. So he, he's feeling content. Wherever he is sleeping at night, it's close enough to mom. Um, he's wondering if he'll be able to sleep with you after you have the baby. Okay, I let him know that. Yes, indeed, she says. He says, good. And he also asks you, in what way do you want me to be friends with your husband? What would that look like, Allie, in your ideal world? 
Um, let him give him give you treats. Let him play with you in the yard. Let him take you on walks. Okay. Do you hear all this he does? He says we might have to start with the treats first. Tell Daddy not to lean over, not to pivot at the hips to lean over. That's scary to me. A man once did that to me. Tell Daddy to squat down. He shows me an image of your husband just squatting down um, really on his knees and getting real low and also putting his um, shoulder more towards Hermes versus his chest because a shoulder towards a dog that's already insecure is this is speaking the same dog language when dogs approach each other for the first time and they're doing friendly greeting to each other they will start to half see or half curve around each other and that's why one goes to sniff the butt of another one usually almost at the same time they don't do a frontal chest to chest unless one's being aggressive with the other so if you do if your husband does dog language the shoulder versus the chest forward it feels like Hermes is going to be more receptive to that um, and your husband might have to put that, he won't, Hermes says, I won't take it from his hands, but if daddy leaves it on the floor and scoots it a few inches towards me, I may come in and grab it and go. Okay. And I'm going to let him know that would be a great baby step. And maybe when you feel ready, Hermes, you can let daddy do more with you as she described here. He, he listens to this and I'm going to let him know or actually offer him the advice of Hermes. I'm going to encourage you to really observe Brian, really observe him now and in the days ahead. Because if you observe the kindness in this gentleman, how well he treats Allie, how well he treats you, even though you're, you're really um, not letting him into your world yet, and how well he'll be treating that newborn baby that's going to be really defenseless in the beginning. If you watch the kindness and gentleness in this man, I think you might start to see that he is so different than the man from your past, from your memory. He says, I will pay attention. And if you pay attention and see he really is as kind as, you know, we're putting out there that he is, you may find that your ease with him becomes greater, increased, more greatly increased. And you might want to trust him more because he's proving himself to you through his kindness. He says, again, I will think about this. And what mommy says goes. If mommy tells me, if mom tells me, then I need to let daddy into my world, into our world. I might balk at that a bit, but then I'll ponder it and consider. So, Allie, that might be something you want to phrase, actually, the way you put it. I really want you to let daddy into your world, into our world, because right now you're ousting him. Okay. Okay. Excellent. All right. Well, I'm going to thank your little man. Thank you, Hermes. <laughs> and we are set for today. Hey, thank you, Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> you are welcome. Just give me 24 hours and I will email you the recording to your email. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You take care and have a wonderful birth. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.